you ever walked into a supermarket and just bought the things you went in for? If not, this could well be the podcast for you. We take our guests through their petty retail grievances from their best ever bargains to the times they've been completely ripped off. Welcome to False Economy. Powered by Hot UK Deals, the UK's number one app for deals, discounts and freebies. I'm Vix Layton and I've done every role in retail you can possibly imagine, from customer service to head of PR, from car insurance and building societies to the world's biggest online deals platform. So hopefully I'm the perfect person to guide you through our guest spending habits, triumphs and the nightmares. I'm not here to judge them though, but I can't promise the same from the man sitting alongside me. A man who cannot even remember the last thing he bought. <laughs> you might recognise his voice, but because this podcast is all about getting the most for your money, he may look like Mark Watson, he may sound like Mark Watson, but he is in fact the little middle aisle Mark Watson, his little brother, Paul. Hi, Paul. Hi. Well, what an intro. <laughs> <laughs> At least that lowers expectations. <laughs> I don't think expectations could be lowered. I'm frequently surprised by the little middle aisle. Right. I mean, I haven't got a horse yet, but when I do get a horse, I'm ready. I've got the helmet, I've got the saddle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't really understand why. We, well, I do understand why we've been put together. We are the classic odd couple, Paul, because obviously I love to shop, as I've demonstrated by... That's a true story about the, the horse riding helmet. You never know when you'll need one. <laughs> What's the last thing you bought? Yeah, this is, this is where I'm basically a control sample, right? I, I think so. I don't really buy anything, and it's not in a sort of... I don't believe possessions should exist. I mean, you bought a, something. Not a, You're wearing a, clothes. <laughs> yeah, as I say, I, I buy the bare minimum that allows me to sort of function in a society. Uh, and yeah, not through any sort of uh, ideology or anything like that. Just uh, I'm just not very good at shopping. And I, it doesn't really uh, appeal to me. So that would make me a very obvious candidate for this shopping-based podcast. Yeah, you can literally demonstrate my excesses by being the complete opposite. Because... Mm. We're going to ask guests a lot of quite personal questions about their shopping habits, so it does seem reasonable that we kind of answer them ourselves before we crack onto it. So um, I think I know the answer to this. <laughs> Are you an online shopper or more of an actual tangible shopper? I'm at, Well, actually, I will buy online just simply because the idea of going into shops is just, uh, it's just too much. It's beyond me. But as in the intro, you say, have you ever gone into a supermarket and just bought the thing you go for? Yeah, I'm... I'm amazing at doing that because I think I see a supermarket trip as a sort of, I think it's my my sort of sports mindset. I see it as get those items as quickly as you can and get out. I just, I can't cope with this because sometimes I have to face off against whether I get a takeaway or whether I eat something that's already in the house and I've never got the right ingredients. They're all disparate. So I will go to the supermarket and go, right, I've got noodles. I've got an onion. I'll just get some chicken. And I will come out with about five different meal options that cost me about 40 quid. It's yeah, like, I don't but, know why these salmon steaks go with these burgers. But uh. but that's where I'm, I'm actually, <laughs> I'm also massively a, a problem shopper in that I'm the opposite. If I go in for four things and one of them isn't there, I have no plan B. So I just spin around <laughs> in a circle. It's like a robot that hasn't managed to fulfill its destiny. I'm just, I don't know what to do. So I just take the items that are there that, that I did want, leave. And then sort of worry about it on the Cry. way home. It's like, we're in chicken pizzas tonight, Paul. Where's the chicken? Yeah. So I'm not necessarily being <laughs> not being presented here as a like this is a good way of doing things, but that sadly is my way. So you're not an impulse buyer at all. No, I, I'm. I'm really not. You've no. never impulse bought anything. I feel like there's an expose going on. There's going to be a hit oh, job just, here. But I'm trying um, to reconcile the man you claim to be as a shopper with the man that moved halfway across the world to coach a football team no one had heard of, because that speaks to a wreck. 
yeah. sexy, interesting man. I'm not saying you're not sexy in your own steadfast way. You're saying way, I'm not interesting. But <laughs> <laughs> quite different traits um, in one human. Yeah, I suppose travel's the closest I get. I guess the, the equivalent of like when things pop up on people's computers because they've bought loads of stuff and they're saying, oh, maybe you want this. For me, my computer will always think I want to go to like the Falkland Islands or, you know, <laughs> South Georgia or, you know, some some tiny island. It's, it's probably right as well. So I think I'm more likely to impulse buy a one-way ticket to Papua New Guinea than <laughs> sort of some Twixes or something. Because <laughs> you are in football. Yeah. I mean, I don't know the details because I don't know anything about football. That doesn't mean I don't own three football shirts though despite having very little interest because I got overexcited when Wales was last playing international football well bought a Wales shirt wore it twice and that's the kind of person I am and I've got a football shirt from a Florida team because we were talking about fancy football shirts on Twitter and it's got flamingos on but I do not support that team I just thought it was nice and um, I've worn right. that twice so there's a lot of merch available in football is what I'm saying yeah and the weirdest <laughs> thing about my relationship with that is I can see the appeal of football shirts but I personally only own about three or four I, there, there are teams I've coached and in fact played for and set up that I don't have shirts for so it's really it's it's weird it's it's not and it's never conscious it's just other people really love them so I just give them to them and actually the really painful thing is someone really wanted the shirt of the the first team I coached in Micronesia and um he seemed like a nice guy he sent me a message can I can I buy one and I was like well no I'll just I'll just send you one it's just a football shirt so I sent it to him and uh like 2 weeks ago someone said you do know it's on eBay for 150 pounds don't you <laughs> <laughs> And I didn't mind the money. It's just uh, I so sort of fell for the sob story. Yeah, that's <laughs> but if I had known it was worth £150, I may not have just sent it <laughs> to some guy I'd never met. Realistically, <laughs> would you have listed it yourself, though? Or would you have just sat no, it? No, no, no. It just would have been in a drawer, probably. Do you um, send things back? I mean, you don't buy anything to send back, but theoretically, are you a sender back? Uh, no. I, and that's partly the crippling politeness thing. <laughs> I'm so cripplingly polite and... And so bad at shopping that I'll presume it's my fault. I'm so sorry, Uniqlo. I'll belligerently keep, Uniqlo. It. I'll belli- <laughs> keep it and try and wear it, whatever it. Don't whatever waste it is. your time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I hate the thought of that corporation having to deal with my mess. <laughs> well, that has been quite an illuminating experience. Um, we've got a podcast together, but I don't know if we can be friends after what I've just heard. So, <laughs> obviously, I, I am only joking about you being the cut price version of Mark. Um, <laughs> You actually my my first choice, Watson. Uh, of course, of course. Within the price point that Within you, you the can work budget yeah. I had, I thought of you first and immediately and I will be loyal to you even if another Watson is I was available. Say, there are other Watsons beyond me. So I don't know what their price point is, but I, th- I think you you've got a mid-range Watson here. Do you, you know what? I'm not even gone... going to ask. I'm not even ah. going to ask. Um I'm not interested unless this goes to TV, in which case I will replace you immediately with a celebrity or a more beautiful Watson. I think you're the fittest one. Are we flirting now? What's happening? (laughs) Our guest today is a podcaster, writer, and you might also know him as a baker. He's from the Great British Bake Off, but he's got other interests. Don't know that to find him. It is the brilliant... Michael Chakraverty, how are you? Hello, I'm very well, thank you. I will take the brilliant Michael Chakraverty as an introduction. In, in any room I walk into, I think you are quite brilliant. I've, I've, enjo- I've oh, enjoyed you so with me far. So quickly. The green room chat has been very good. Uh, <laughs> and you also do a podcast with someone I can't remember his name. Well, it's a bit weird, isn't it? Because my it's my brother. <laughs> well, let, let's just put this out <laughs> there. Say this say. for you must be a very strange thing. It's like you're meeting a sort of budget version of the person you do your normal. Oh, I don't know. You've got the same kind eyes. Oh. <laughs> 
(laughs) (laughs) So, how the show works? We've come up with five really scientific, carefully selected questions to cut through your spending habits and find out who you are as a shopper, as a spender. I know. Good. That's that's um, good (laughs) because otherwise it's going to be a really short show. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Never bought anything ever, actually. So well, Paul doesn't buy anything. He's here as a foil. I'm here as a test case. I'm like the control. So how did you buy that? Where's that T-shirt come from? Ah, okay, fair enough. (laughs) 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 No, I mean I don't literally buy nothing because socially it would be awkward if I didn't own any clothes. (laughs) It'd be so weird if you were naked. (laughs) Very different show. It'd be on. But yeah, I, I don't buy much stuff. No, when um, did you buy that T-shirt? I guess that's an important question. when was a, a, a year ago. Okay. You're, okay. If, you're, if you're looking for a time it was fashionable, then what, you won't find one. <laughs> well, it's a black uh, T-shirt. I think it's always been it's, fashionable. It, it's basically... So this is what I do. I buy... Exa- I just buy black and white T-shirts because I have no idea what looks good in clothes. So I just buy exactly the same size black and white t-shirts this for... is bleak is it, isn't it? <laughs> you open your cupboard doors it's the same t-shirt ten times and then in white uh, American uh, psycho style <laughs> yeah, pretty much pretty much right so I think we're off to a good start <laughs> we're already bullying Paul this is what I was hoping would happen <laughs> so let's kick off with our first category what's the best deal you've ever found Michael it's probably not a very good deal but I love it very much myself I have the most hideously overpriced beautiful coffee machine is it maybe a thousand pounds more than it should cost perhaps did you shop around for it though i did shop around i shopped around but it's very hard because like you paul with t-shirts they just throw lots of words at you like condenser and steam wand (laughs) i don't know what those words mean but i know i want a nice coffee I mean, you say you shopped around. Did you travel to Italy and sort of get it handmade? <laughs> well, there was a pandemic on at the time, so that ah. was generally culturally ah. frowned upon. So was it sort of a pandemic? It was, it was a like a pandemic a... purchase. Oh, fair, yeah, fair yeah. Fair you couldn't enough. get down to the local coffee shop, could you? You yeah. couldn't get a very attractive bearded man to make you your coffees. So I had to kind of do it myself in the mornings, yeah. as it were. You had to be the attractive man you wanted to see in the world. Well, <laughs> exactly that, yes. So it was very, very expensive, but... It's lasted a very long time. It brings me joy every morning. And I feel like that's a deal. So, yeah, I think so. On a cost per cup basis, the more you use it, the better value it gets. I saw yes. Paul's face when you said £1,000, though. It, it's tough. <laughs> it's, it's tough for me. And actually, it's partly really difficult because I can't think of a nice way of saying this, except that my wife bought me a coffee machine for Christmas and it's been amazing. But there's no way it was a thousand pounds. How much do you reckon it was? I think it's probably a tenth of that. So do I love myself more than your wife loves you? Well, that's a wider topic. I mean, we could could do a maybe we'll do another podcast on that. But (laughs) there's um, um, there's a podcast available called Mankind. (laughs) (laughs) We'll talk it through. I feel like I'm I'm due on that. (laughs) It's rude. It's been this long. If you ask me. (laughs) But what I will agree with is, yeah, this coffee machine has. It sounds really tacky, but it has changed our lives. Right. But one way it's changed my life for the worse is if I buy a coffee out now. I hate it, basically. Mm. I, I'm never impressed by a coffee I buy out. And that used to be like a treat to myself. So, oh, I'll buy a coffee on the way to like London or whatever. And you buy one now and you just, you kind of want to give notes to the barista. And that would make you the worst person in history. So what so. kind of coffee machine have you got then? It's not like a pod-based one where you just put a no, in no, it. No, no, so no. It's, it's, it's fancy. Do you grind your beans? We can but that's too much of a faff. Like that, oh, that's okay. the line that I'm drawing. Do, do you grind your beans? Well, I don't. My machine does. Oh, that's <laughs> what your grand thousand pounds is getting you. That, that 11 seconds of pressing a button. <laughs> I, I'm similar, but I feel now like it's less of a deal if I buy a coffee out. It's not, it's not like, it's not the taste, it's the deal. Like I feel like it, I'm wasting money in Costa now when I could have made it at home. 
So it's more about the money thing now. I think it's probably leftover guilt from the amount of money they spent on the machine a couple of years ago. But it's been a couple of years. Well, there we go mm. then. So that's something. Related question. Have you got a fancy travel cup? I have got a fancy travel cup. I of just course. knew. I've got one for hot and one for cold. <laughs> <laughs> because, of course, it's ice latte season currently. At you, time of recording, it's ice latte season. You can get the ones that do both now, but they're about 40 quid. <laughs> I was looking really? at them again. <laughs> I, I held back because I thought you'd mock me. <laughs> what, for paying £40 for a cup? What, what made you think I'd mock you? You bought this cup. Not yet. Does it have a straw? I want to. I want to. And it, it, yeah, it comes with a little, it's got a little cup inside, like an old school flask. So you oh, can very nice. Yes, very nice. Exactly. The, the joy of the ice latte is all about the straw. So you need to be able to put a straw into the cup. That's the most important thing. Yeah, the ones that use a tube of pasta. What is that about? <laughs> <laughs> is this phenomenon reach Stroud, Paul? I thought you were joking. That, no, that's no, genuinely a thing. A thing. That's a thing, yeah. Sustainable. But actual pasta? Yeah. Like no. uncooked pasta. <laughs> no, I will I will go back to Stroud and regale people with this. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go into the town centre and say there's news from London. <laughs> <laughs> Paul Watson barred for Stroud. <laughs> Gather round everyone. Let me tell you what I've seen. Uh, <laughs> I think that's good. I reckon that represents good value. What do you think, Paul? This thousand pound cathedral in the desert. No, I, I think it is. <laughs> no, no, it's not. It's not a cathedral in the desert. It does genuinely. I think if you buy something and it makes you happy every day, that's then it. That is that's it. that is good yeah. value. And it can boil your water, like boil your steam, so it can make the milk at the same time as it can draw the espresso. It's these seconds oh. you're saving, isn't the it? Seconds, as well. What to me? I don't have to wait for it to reheat itself again. Yeah, oh. yeah. you can't put a price on happiness or time, Paul. There you are. The end of the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so what is something you bought that you thought was a bargain at the time, but you regretted because you should have spent more on it? A fan. An electric fan. So I have this fan that I thought was going to be amazing because obviously we're all living in Satan's armpit at the moment. It's absolutely horrendous. (laughs) And it's basically the equivalent of like, you know when you get really close to a sleeping baby and all you can hear is like the... It's that much, that much cold air that you get from this van. But I spent money on it and therefore I shall use it and I shan't buy a new one. So what I have now is essentially the equivalent of like a, a seven month old breathing gently <laughs> into my Sinister. ear while I sleep. <laughs> and in a way, you can't put a price on that. Uh, no, you, well, you can, seven ninety nine. Right. Uh, <laughs> oh, it's not bad. You know, you've not squandered huge amounts of money. It is here. quite bad when it's 35 degrees outside. Yes. Yeah. No, yeah. Not <laughs> right, I get your so, point. But... Right. <laughs> um, yeah, so was that... Uh, Impulse purchase? Did it you was, try to shop around and there just weren't any others left in the country? Because that's happened before. I think it was like an <laughs> overwhelmed purchase. You know when you're kind of scrolling through online retailers and you just, there's too much, there's too much option when you can spend £500 on a fan or you can spend £3 on a fan. I just didn't know, <laughs> I didn't know, I thought air was air. Well, you went, you went mid-market, you say £3, £500, you went for seven. <laughs> You've gone yeah. in the middle of the market. Yeah. So. Well, I felt like a fan is a fan is yeah. a fan. Apart from those Dyson ones that have no blades which I can't quite work out no. how they no. work. It's, it's witchcraft. It's, it's, it's too witchcraft. Weird. It's too weird. I don't like it. It's sinister. Because they can yeah. also go hot and cold. So, I don't understand how it. I don't know how, how are they it does turning what it's the air doing. that way. Yeah. Well, exactly. I, don't, I understand how a fan works with its blades, and I thought, well, the blades, blades are blades. It'll be fine. Turns out, it's not fine. Um, 
but I I continue to use it because <laughs> because I bought it and I will use it. That's that's fair, very reasonable. <laughs> is it costing more in electric than it is for this? Likely, <laughs> I imagine I imagine that baby's breath is going to cost a lot more than seven ninety nine a day to to operate. Yeah, don't look that up because it is really depressing. Oh, is it bad? Well, it's even it's only a few p. But it really puts into context all the other things that I've got on constantly oh, in yeah. the house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Talking of things I've got on, I've got a dehumidifier at the moment. Oh, um, yeah, we got one of those. Yeah, they're quite exciting, isn't yeah. they? Very middle class. But how much water is there in the air? Yeah, it's absolutely scary, isn't what it? Are they like, for though, I don't. Well, for, well, if for dehumidifying, really. Yeah, if you've got damp in a room. <laughs> okay. Um, so we've got like a couple of rooms in the house that are pretty damp. So we, again, my wife does all the actual shopping so she bought this dehumidifier we we went up on there we went high price on it it was a, right. probably about 100 pounds or something well, you could get, um it's like a tenth of a coffee machine a tenth of a coffee exactly <laughs> get one um, for every room <laughs> yeah well so we put it on and as you say like we're expecting to get sort of like sort of a small coffee cup of water out and it's a it's, it's a, liters and and every day yeah overnight mine gets like 1.5 liters of water from nowhere from nowhere isn't that yep. your house will be sopping wet and you won't know it? I'm so confused by this. <laughs> so it's just literally sucking the water out of the air. Yeah, yeah. that's his job. I've okay. got two now. So I was like, okay, well, so oh, no. really too much water. I need to get it out of the air. <laughs> so I'm single handedly so swimming. I never knew. <laughs> Very overwhelming. That was a good purchase. Oh, there we yeah, are then. There we are. So, yeah, so bad purchase, fan. Bad purchase fan, good purchase, dehumidifier. dehumidifier. And Paul agreed. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it, it's, again, it's lovely, except that it keeps pulling this water out of the air, so you never solve the problem. No. I mean? it's, it's almost like it's blackmailed me now. It, it, I've got, are, I've got to run it every night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're thinking drown. of the other rooms that are not dehumidified. Yeah. So what's what's the end game? You feel cooler? Or? You don't breathe in sort of black mould and have uh, health problems young. in yeah. many years' time, yeah. Oh, fair Your enough. boy dying young, that's kind of the... Yeah. Well, that seems reasonable for hundred quid. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not saying it's like a fun. It's not a fun sort of party time purchase. You don't run it at a party. What and would you? Around, what but... would you call a fun party time purchase? Well, a coffee machine or something. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's a chance we've veered off topic. <laughs> <laughs> okay, next question. Something you get targeted adverts for and you're confused by? Pregnancy tests. <laughs> Outstanding. <laughs> <laughs> I don't... What are you clicking on? I, well, I don't know where it's come from. Like, I don't know what I have searched for that's made them think, ah, middle-aged woman. Um, maybe it's Real Housewives. Maybe. maybe. I, don't, I, I genuinely have no idea. But every week I will be asked if I would like a pregnancy test. And the answer is no. Just for clarity. <laughs> Just check. I mean, like, in, in various different... In my dating life and in my personal life, it's unlikely to happen. Do you um, miss COVID testing? Give this a whirl. <laughs> <laughs> I sent one of those to my mum once. Pregnancy test or a COVID No, a test. COVID test to prove that I was safe to come home at Christmas. She got way overexcited about it. And I was like, you seem very delighted to see me since I've seen you. And I was like, oh, no. <laughs> I feel like our pregnancy tests longer. They're quite long. They look quite but the like, the system is the same, the like the is two the line, right? Because the ones that I'm being advertised look a bit like those, um, you know, those like clicky candle lighters. Oh yes, they look a bit like those. Premium. Yeah. Oh, See, they you. think you're a middle-aged woman. Maybe they saw bougie the middle-aged woman. They saw the coffee machine purchase and they were like, ah, uh-huh. what do they need next? <laughs> yeah, I've I've reached um, the age where Facebook adverts now they're like 
Freeze your eggs. <laughs> <laughs> do they do it as convincingly you know, as that? You, keep, that you keep hiding pictures of your friends' babies. It? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yes, they're very boring. I'm clicking on a lot of dogs. What I don't understand about Facebook ads, though, is like you'll have bought, say, like a desk of Amazon. Yeah. And it's like, look at all these desks. Yeah. It's the like, one well, thing in the world I don't want. Well, exactly. <laughs> the the other strange. thing I love on Amazon is um, it recommends me to buy my own book so regularly good plug there what's, it, what's the name um, of the book? it's called Up Pompeii uh, it, it's, a, it's a fantastic book I, I would buy it if I didn't have yeah. many copies I can't shift <laughs> you didn't it tells bring me us to one. buy. <laughs> that's why I have so many we <laughs> I can't give them away for free can I I don't even well don't we can bring find them with them together me. but it, it's a, it is amazing sometimes on Amazon isn't it How it, it doesn't seem to understand it doesn't understand if you've bought something you don't necessarily want that same thing immediately you again especially don't want to see it at a cheaper uh, price than you just yes, bought it no. from bought this here's a better one that was cheaper right it's basically the worst message mm-hmm. you can give someone mm-hmm. it's like shitting on someone's coffee machine <laughs> but... don't shit on the coffee machine no, not, <laughs> not, not literally not literally there's conscience subjecting it's, and there's, it's yeah. stainless steel to be wiped clean don't worry about it <laughs> for a thousand pounds that is a function you want really right do you know what I mean Just you can't destroy it and chips on it you know yeah in fact you can't do anything to it yeah. <laughs> um, I have got a little tip for you though because um, I'm a money saving expert if you do want to buy something but you're not in a rush to buy it put it in your basket and um, they might retarget you with an offer so oh, we're things clever. that you can be logged in so if I leave things in my basket in ASOS a couple of days later sometimes I'll be like oh Vix 10% off they um, oh that's nice that's yeah to close the deal I did it with my like... gym membership as well I went all the way to the pay bit used the voucher code to get the free registration fee and yeah. it didn't work so I was like well no then don't want to go to the gym that bad. Oh. And they gave me a new member deal wow. in two days' time. And I got half price for this month and the membership. Very free. Nice. My favourite thing about gyms is that they still pretend there's a joining fee. <laughs> Does anyone What's... pay that joining fee? No. It's like people it's... paying full price at Pizza like Express. Exactly. Yeah. It's there so they can get rid of it, isn't <laughs> yes, it? <basically>? Exactly. <laughs> I don't think they would let you pay it if you tried. If I went in and said, like, I've just got to, I've got to pay the joining fee. No. See, I do the same thing on Facebook Marketplace. I've just moved house. I've been trying to get, get rid of furniture that doesn't fit anymore. And what I do is I put it on for, say, 50 and then immediately put it down to 40 But because on Facebook Marketplace, it kind of crosses out what it used to be and shows you what it is now. I'm like, look, bargain, no joining fee for this desk. And people, yeah, people buy it. There you That's are. very clever. Top tip. Talking to a friend yesterday who, her and her boyfriend can't agree if she found an upcycled table that, was thrown away or if someone was moving house and they've stolen a table because it's so nice (laughs) (laughs) why was this outside someone's house that's going to come back and bite them isn't it it's brilliant though the police are going to come around one morning (laughs) she got her wheelie bin from outside the house a big wheelie bin and put it in and rolled it home like dragged her wheelie bin home like which is fascinating I don't think my bin's clean enough to put a desk like a table into it (laughs) I feel like we've kind of covered this question but it's something you splashed out on because you saw it advertised but you didn't need oh but... I've actually got a different answer to this ah, one right. I... I mean I don't know how because this is not pre-planned this, uh, oh yes <laughs> what, a su- uh, what a surprising what? question let me just think about that for a second um, <laughs> well um... we're just in tune <laughs> I went through a phase of just buying vinyls without the machine to play them on <laughs> Um, because they just look lovely. They do. do you know what I mean? And like, I, I love, I love that we have lovely album art on our on our screens and our little tablets and all these things. But like, you don't get to like look at the picture anymore. No. Mm. So, 
I used to, but I, I have a collection of about a hundred vinyls, but I did get a vinyl machine two years ago, so I can now listen to them. So like new releases, vintage? Uh, generally, the, the way it kind of works is like if I listen to an album and I like it, I'll buy the vinyl of it. It's like a memory okay. of the album that I like. Because there's no, like if you, now, now that we live in this digital age, you can't look at what no. music mm. you like anymore. It's always on your screen. So I quite like having a collection of all the stuff that, I listened to even though I couldn't listen to it at the time yeah so yeah when people were advertising like Taylor Swift will always email me personally <gasps> yep. the only person and just say hey Michael I've got a deal on this new vinyl of my new album and, and it's like, red because oh. the and album's called red right. and I'm like, and I'm like I'm oh yeah. thanks Taylor thanks so much I'll buy it <laughs> you don't want to let her down <laughs> well absolutely yeah and she needs the money do you know yeah. what I mean it's really important to be able to keep funding these oh, independent artists I'd love to have seen the marketing meeting when that happens <laughs> so we've got to do something with this vinyl for the album red what should we do <laughs> the, new, the new one she's got a lovely picture of her because she's re-recording because of an, well, that's a whole separate podcast. Oh, yeah. uh, her album Green, of course, uh, famous. Oh, please, <laughs> heresy in this room. How I will. Leave. <laughs> yes, um, but yeah, I've I've now got a lovely collection of vinyls, oh. and it was because I was buying things I didn't need because I was falling for the advertising. But now it's kind of turned into something that I quite like having in my house. It's cool as well because you are supporting the artists because like, presumably they get a bigger cut of physical right. sales and streaming. I mean, so it kind of absolves you from the guilt of Spotify where you know they're getting paid like 0.0001 exactly. pence. I mean, arguably, Little Mix don't need the money. Um, but it's nice for yeah. me to have. I think, I, think, I think that's a nice thing. And now they're like, we've got this clear vinyl. I'm like, oh, great. Yeah, I'd love that. That'll look lovely on the turntable I'll I don't have. Tw- <laughs> <laughs> I'll pay 20 quid more for that. Thanks so much. And then, because I don't really put, I have the turntable, but I don't tend to put them on the turntable. It's kind of, uh, once once every six months kind of kind of vibe. people are at a party and like yeah I'm a guy that has vinyl right do you know what yeah. I mean I, I look really cool but I don't really yes. use it uh, <laughs> but then I got this vinyl the Lady Gaga vinyl doesn't even have a cover oh. well, what's the point of I can't, how what? do I display this to anybody that's rubbish how do I show people I have this because that's the reason I have this yeah. how do I show people <laughs> I have this because there's no cover Anti-consumer and it's see-through so it's basically yeah. just like a, a sheet of empty plastic on the wall <laughs> did I spend £40 yes <laughs> Yes. So that is a purchase that you didn't need. (laughs) Because, see, we were going to lead on to the question to the worst you've ever been ripped off. I think we're like, we've answered it. (laughs) You bought a record you didn't need. When you were saying you bought a clear vinyl, but you had no way of playing it for a while, I was wondering if you actually had just bought nothing at all. Just a coaster. Would you have known? (laughs) If it's completely see-through. Empress New Clothes never tried to play it. (laughs) Special edition, but you can't even see it. (laughs) You can't see it. You can't hear it. It's an NFT. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, I would love it if one of your future guests bought an NFT. Oh, me I too. don't understand it. Can you imagine no. the short shrift Paul will give? Them? <laughs> I'm only just getting used to fungible tokens. So for me, the whole non-fungible, non-fungible market is. It sounds a bit like a mushroom, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. Fungible. What makes a token fungible? So if you've got a five pound note, uh-huh. and you, I've got five pound note, you've got a five pound note, right? We could swap them doesn't make any difference that's funging yeah that's funging <laughs> right that's as far as i've got so I, this is this is, or not this is basically the result of me reading a sort of everything you need to know about nfts and getting two lines in and going that's all i need to know about nfts <laughs> it's not for me sometime i'll be on a podcast and i'll pretend i know something about them that's as much as i need to know that was me protecting you from getting into that situation paul <laughs> oh, but i'm available for tech podcasts well. if you can't afford mark then um uh, the biggest ripoff <laughs> was when i went to mumbai okay and we had, so I was very proud of myself because I had booked this all myself. So we had family out there, but I was like, no, 
I won't be helped. I will do this. I've got it. It's fine. Listen, there, it was not fine. Uh, so I, I booked Spoilers. all the flights. I done everything. I done all the stuff. I bought this Airbnb in like this this high rise in Mumbai, and it looked really pretty and like lovely views. Wi Fi, which was important, had like lots of separate love, lovely, lovely house. I get there, and the front door doesn't exist. Um, so we, <laughs> so we're like, right. So we go to the building next door, and he's like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got a key that you can get in with. Okay. So we were like. Sure, maybe maybe it's just like we'll just we'll just go with it. We'll just go with the flow. We'll see what happens. Got the keys, went upstairs, opened the door, uh, which was unlocked, <laughs> into a room where rats scurries across. <gasps> the curtains have holes in them. The plugs are hanging out of the walls. Um, there was Wi-Fi, um, but that was basically all there was. It was one of the most repulsive, horrible places I've ever been in my entire life, and. The best thing to do in that situation is to call your mum. Um, Obviously. So, call mum via the Wi-Fi. It was 4am, but she did answer. <laughs> um, <laughs> and um, she was like, I can't help you. You're in India. And I was like, oh, yes. Right. Okay. <sighs> so we had to basically find our way out. And luckily, I had a cousin who lived nearby and I had to go back to them having said, I don't need your help. Yeah. <laughs> to say, I really need your help. <laughs> and they found us a new hotel. I never got the money back from Airbnb because they were like, why didn't you take a photo of the problem? And I was like, because I was trying not to die. <laughs> so I didn't feel safe. So yeah, it was that was the worst ripoff because it was genuinely horrible. Never got the money back. So were there reviews of this? They were great, yeah. I imagine family and friends had written up and been like, oh, this is a lovely place to stay. Yeah, because that was their mistake. They gave you Wi-Fi, so you could have written a horror. <laughs> That's true. If only I'd thought of yeah. that about <laughs> dodging the spiders and rats. <laughs> yeah, because what Hotels.com do is they'll email you about your check-in experience after you've checked in, and what you don't realise is they share that with the hotel immediately. Wow. <laughs> Wait till after the stay before you go hard. So it's basically um, how much spit do you want in your food during your stay? Yeah, exactly. I, wow. I made I made oh this God. mistake, so you don't. Why do they do that? Uh, I don't know. Like, who does that help? Any, how does that help anyone? Yeah. Maybe. With the view that you could kind of fix it or you could be vengeful so uh... <laughs> well, I'm going to go the other so way now yeah, I'm yeah, going would... to absolutely praise it to the stars <laughs> this, this has moved me this changed my life this check-in yeah, experience well, I'll tell you what happened to me I got given a hotel room with no window oh. <laughs> I didn't realise you had to ask for a window in a hotel in these times um, and it's Harry Styles' fault because oh. I was in Manchester and he was in the arena and as a result this hotel that it, it was an hourly kind of vibe okay. costs about £90 and because it was £90 I thought it must be alright because mm. it's, if it's sub 50 I'll check it's not sub 50 is bed and breakfast yeah I feel like or or bad or bad <laughs> but yeah I was I was thrown off by the £90 and um, they painted a beach scene on the wall <laughs> <laughs> so I was I was in I, I could see a terrace <laughs> a Greek terrace I feel, I feel like a beach scene they overstepped you know, yeah. you're in Manchester yeah, they should no. have painted something that you actually might have seen. I got my tiny kettle though, so it wasn't all bad. <laughs> As in, yeah. you took it home with you. Or? Cannot not recommend that hotel enough. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> I'm a biscuit hoarder. Oh I'll yeah, no clear biscuits out all the available. biscuits into my yeah. suitcase, so when they come next morning, they're replenished, and I'll just keep sweeping a biscuit drawer in my house full of that kind of stuff. Oh. I'm trying to remember the name of this hotel so I can warn people against it. <laughs> <laughs> Right, so we've done some research on you. Oh, no. I know. Okay. Dangerous. So what constitutes too drunk for 8.33pm on a Wednesday? (laughs) 
<laughs> What's Ooh, the threshold? When was this? <laughs> <laughs> June the 22nd. I'll help you out with that. Uh, <laughs> you know you don't have to say anything. You can, um, we can get a lawyer if you need. Too, or Too drunk probably is slurring. So I think context is important. Uh, <laughs> like at a children's party, perhaps. <laughs> a different level. Too. I feel like probably what had happened there was I'd expected to go out for one drink <laughs> and it had ended up being about seven or eight and, I and was, you took to Twitter immediately. And I thought, do you know what? Do you know who needs to know this? Everyone. Everybody I know. <laughs> <laughs> I think sometimes, I haven't tweeted in a while, and I'm like, when I'm drunk, I'm prone to going like, I need to say something. Something needs to be said. Quick. But I will say, drunk Twitter, great. Oh, Honestly. So everything's yeah. so much more fun. You think you're funnier as you reply yeah. to things. I'm liking, Don't look in the morning. liking everything on Instagram. Honestly, hearts, yeah. hearts, 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 oh, fire, fire, fire. Twitter, you need to know... <laughs> Uh, that people I was new to Twitter about I only joined Twitter oh about three years four years ago um, I didn't realise everyone can see what you like so just be careful out there <laughs> ah. just be careful yeah. because there's certain content out there that you may wish to press the like button on but a 14 year old may also see you press that yes, like button it's like Michael Chakraverty liked this <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I learned the hard way yeah. and now I don't like those sorts of things anymore. NSFW. <laughs> <laughs> How do people have separate Twitters for that kind of stuff? Oh, uh, yeah, you can, too can't much you? Admin yeah, but you'll eventually scared. get caught up. You'll get like, it wrong. Everyone gets yeah. caught up. Yeah. Yeah. Get it wrong. Yeah. yeah, I love that. When people reply to their own tweet and they yeah. don't realise they're still logged in on the same thing. Oh, it it's so oh, good. It's so good. <laughs> <laughs> So are you a drunk shopper when you get drunk? Are um, you more susceptible? Do you know what? I don't think I am, really. I tend to go through phases. I go through phases of shopping lots and then through phases of just not wanting to buy anything. Okay. So I'm currently in a shopping lots phase. But it tends to be first thing in the morning. I'll wake up and I'll be like, do you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to buy everything on ASOS. <laughs> um, and then yeah. I'll, it'll all arrive and then I'll regret it. Um, yeah. But I'm a morning shopper rather than a... A morning after, not a during the evening I shopper, I think. Yeah, I'm a drunk spender. I get gifts from drunk me all the time. Oh, that's <laughs> lovely. I didn't even know I wanted this. <laughs> yeah, I think I... Yeah, drunk me thought I could wear green eyeliner with conviction. I'm fair play to her. Uh, she was wrong. We'll keep it in the drawer for when drunk me comes back out again. <laughs> Straight back on. Um, yeah, I've, I've made some terrible decisions. I've got a Wonder Woman swimming costume oh. that is not for swimming, though, because that's a thing now. Love Island has brought out this the swimwear right. that you can't swim in. Oh, you know what I do? Like, there was one made year. of velvet the other day. I didn't buy it. I didn't buy that one. But <laughs> it's for posing by the pool. So then you get it, and the tag says actually not for swimming. It's no, like, it actually. Well, this is just a costume. So I don't. So I'm not against it. I'm not. So I can understand where it comes. I like looking at beaches, but I don't like being on them. Okay. Because of the sand. Yeah. So I can <laughs> sort of see where it's coming from. Like, you might not want to get it wet, but you might want the picture of, like, so I might get a picture on a beach, but then I will remove myself from the beach immediately once the picture yeah. is done. I, I get that with beaches. Uh, mm. There are a lot of admin. When mm. you actually think about the amount of work you have to do just to enjoy yourself on a beach. Right. And we went, so we went to Devon, exotic Devon, about th- <laughs> two weeks ago. Uh, and I still have sand in my shoes. Right. Like, even today. You look at it, you're shaking it out of your, your, your heels for the next week. It never comes out. Yeah. It never comes out. You're committing to that. <laughs> But it is strange to have a swimming costume that doesn't want to get wet. Yeah, How do you wash it? Well, yeah. And what does happen to it without being too graphic? Like, does it, it dissolve? <laughs> that could be quite spectacular. It's like I'm live. <laughs> like those mugs where you put hot water in and the person yeah. becomes naked. Yeah. But so in real life. The, the phenomenon uh, that Love Island's done to bikinis that I find most 
confusing is what like the under boob support. Have you yeah. seen these? <laughs> that like it's got a cut out under the boob. And yeah. my What's that limited knowledge of bras was that they were sort of supporting, and a bikini is sort of like a bra. The role there bra. was a clear role right? for that piece of kit. The bra is kit. to support, yeah. and support generally comes from under, not over, because under is pushing them down. So I don't quite understand why they've cut out the bit just under the boob. There's a lot of that going on in women's clothes. Right? So you, you look at something, you're like, this is nice. It's like, why is there a big square out the back? <laughs> <laughs> for, for easy, I don't know, access to sunscreen? I don't know. I, don't I think because the fast fashion stuff I find fascinating because I bought loads of it in lockdown. Mm. And as you put it on and you can see how the picture works for the Instagram people. But as soon as you move around in it, you're like, this is not for wearing. Does it have a little tag on it saying, not for, not for, not movement. for, not for movement? It might as well. <laughs> 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 right, we are going to the quickfire round now, and it's oh, exciting because it's a competition. You can't look at this, Paul. I can't read upside down, and my eyesight's terrible. So I really was gaining very little right, advantage. Sure. Okay, basically, it's like those politician questions to find out how out of touch people are. So, right. you know, when you ask them how much to pint of milk, so it's like that. Oh, no, oh, I won't know the yeah. answers to any of these. Oh, but it's 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 a bit more ridiculous. Okay. So um, it's head to head. We've got three items, and you've got to tell me how much you think they cost. Beef Wellington at a Gordon Ramsay pub for two. How much? Oh. <laughs> for two, like two Beef Wellingtons or one sharing well, it's a Wellington? Sharing Beef Wellington. Sharing Wellington. I was I was there on Friday. And I was shook. I'm <laughs> going to say, oh, that was a clue. Oh, it is a clue. She was shook. That's with changed. The quality and value, or with the price? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think we can we can take a view. <laughs> I oh, I'm gonna let you answer mm. first. Oh no, um, I'm going twenty one. Oh, I was going to go 45. Oh, 21 though. I live in Strand That's now. so cute. <laughs> you can buy most of the restaurant for 21. But like, still, that is a lot for like a, just a main. 21 pounds? 21 pounds. That's just a main, It's right? 17 pounds for a main, but it's a sharing beef Wellington. Uh, so, Gordon I, I don't know pub. if I understand what a beef Wellington is. It's like beef it's not, they're not actual street. Wellington boots, are they? Or... No, Hunter. Hunters, Hunters, they come yeah. free. It's a Hunter beef Wellington. <laughs> <laughs> Taken not... from outside Gordon Ramsay's house. Yeah. It's beef stuffed in the toe. <laughs> oh. Oh. oh, I bet someone's into that. Rubber clad beef, probably. <laughs> There's a Twitter account for that. Don't oh. like it. Uh, yeah, forty-five. I'm sticking 45. with forty-five. Okay. You, you well, I'm allowed another guess after. You I've can't sort of... change that. No. Nah. Heard mine, if, I, no. if I could change it, I'd say more. <laughs> <laughs> and you'd be right to say more. It's forty-nine pounds. I was so close. <laughs> forty-nine. Gagné. Wow. Oh, Paul. Paul's so sad. That's twenty-five pounds each. I bet it doesn't include sides either. It'll be yet to buy your chips on top. Yeah. And your wine. Yeah. Yeah. It's outrageous. Outrageous scenes in a pub. Yeah. Right? In a, in a pub, pub in right, Camden. Paul? You okay. Yeah, I'm still dealing with it. Yeah. I mean, just, just for context, that buys you a two-bedroom house where I live. <laughs> just, just for context. Yeah, right. EasyJet flight from Liverpool to Amsterdam departing on the 10th of October. Where's Liverpool? Is that across from Newcastle? <laughs> See, I feel like I was laughed at for not knowing how much a Wellington is. <laughs> I'm laughing, but I don't know. <laughs> Where's yeah, I Liverpool? I like Newcastle's on the east and Liverpool's on the west. But, oh, uh, so, oh so I thought you meant just, just like generally. I was going to say, you know, it's within England. It's a major population <laughs> Oh, centre. no, I am sort of asking that question. Oh, That's okay. the question I'm asking. Yeah. Is it like north or south? Oh, it's north. north. Yeah. I suppose everything's south to you, isn't it? It's all relative. Well, everything is south of Scotland. Yeah. yeah. But I think, I'm just trying to work out distance, because if it was London, it might be a different cost to Liverpool, do you oh, know what I mean? Oh, God, you're actually doing a lot more thinking than I'm doing. And then Liverpool's yeah. also regional. My notes say sparkling gold banter, and I think we're smashing it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to say, Liverpool to where? Madrid. 
Amsterdam. 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 Great. <laughs> I love how I always thought you were giving me this. Uh, as if you were going to crack it in some way. Well, I nearly got the Wellington. You did. Yeah, you were so I've, close. I don't feel... If you said it was per person, you were close as well. Also, <laughs> That was implicit. But anyway, quick fire. This is not. This is <laughs> slowest fire. Liverpool. If you can't get out of the way of this fire, you are... Probably you takes Liverpool. EasyJet less time to actually put the fires together than this. I could be there by now. <laughs> was it EasyJet? It yeah. is EasyJet. EasyJet. I'm going to say £31. Okay. Because per person... <sighs> Um, it's just for one person flight. See, that's yeah, pretty much. I was going to say twenty nine pounds. Twenty what? Twenty nine ninety nine. Oh. It's Michael again. Oh, How much is two it? Two nil. Fifty six pounds seventy. Quite a lot. It's gone up, hasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, but it is still cheaper than you coming from Stroud today. So. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's depressing, isn't it? All right. Now the shower margarita machine. <laughs> the what? Did I stutter? <laughs> <laughs> is that is one that you can like when you're in the shower you can have a margarita? Yes. Perfect for the busy alcoholics in your life. Okay. Why take bottles into the shower when you can stick a margarita drip to your bathroom wall? Do they, I mean, want, I mean. do they want us to answer that? Or, because I think we could probably give them quite a good answer. I think that would be going into mankind again, though. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm on, I'd love one of those. Do you make them like margarita and put it in? Well, this is the thing. And do you know what? The, the twist of the tale is, this is actually not a real thing. You are buying a prank item for a uh, needy alcoholic friend, basically. You're catfishing them with a margarita shower thing, but actually it is just an empty box. Oh. oh. So, yeah, bearing that in mind, how much? What? Fiver. No, 10 quid. Okay. Paul. But I th- it depends how much you hate someone, doesn't it's it? A prank I, gift. Um, it's a prank gift. But prank gift makers need to make money. Thank yeah. you. 25. Okay. 25. Um, ooh. It's, it's close because it's actually £18.19 so we're almost What's banged the down difference? the middle Paul I think you might have taken it you were the one with the maths uh, 10 yeah 10 add 9 is 19 okay. Paul was yeah you were That's the closest um, I just had so it, it so it goes to show you know what I know is prank gifts and what, <laughs> what you guys know are things like you know items human beings want but <laughs> <laughs> Um, we, it's fair to say we've learned a lot about each other. <laughs> <laughs> you wait till you unwrap that shower margarita maker. <laughs> I was Honestly, genuinely. I was like, that sounds quite fun. Yeah, exactly. apparently not. I do, it's just such a lazy thing to not even make the thing. Why didn't yeah. they actually just make a thing that could do that? Is it meant to be like an intervention but, gift? Oh. Like, you need to sort this out. God, yeah, not. how excited are they at the <laughs> notion of margaritas box. in the shower? <laughs> <laughs> how do you gift it? Do you just deliver it it's or a, do you wrap it up? Well, you could, it's up to you. It's up to you. Uh, and what's inside just like empty box air. presumably we didn't buy it or does it say we're mugs we're not those mugs <laughs> <laughs> but on the subject of um, gifts actually uh, we've got a little false economy tradition oh. where we buy a little gift for the guests that we think That's you might very exciting. like so um, we know you like little mix and we know you <laughs> like bacon <laughs> so um, we've gone and oh my we've, word. Okay. we've got you a little little mixer <laughs> Little mixer. <laughs> it's like for the listener. It's like <laughs> it's like a drill with a whisk on the end of it. <laughs> oh, look at that! My word. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Do you know what? I'm going to use it. It's, it's got... a USB rechargeable cordless electric handheld whisk <laughs> with three speed modes and a very like a light bulb shaped whisk. Yep, it's got a vertical design. So when you stop adding materials in the middle, you can stand the whisk upright on the table. Like a, like it's like a gun. He's getting it out now for the listener. Uh, <laughs> it, do, it does look quite a lot like a gun. Three speed modes. Oh! Didn't and, think it was going to be charged. And USB charging. You don't even have to plug it into the mains. <laughs> Very nice. Yeah. It's quite a nice. That's quite a. 
Quite satisfying it's sound. Quite a satisfying there. sound. Mm-hmm. And you've got two mixing heads there yes, for different purposes. Well, you're the baker, Michael. You tell us. <laughs> <laughs> What's it for? A little mixer. I hope that's excellent work, <laughs> honestly. My bougiest kitchen item is my KitchenAid. And uh, I bought my KitchenAid what halfway is through it? Bake Off. It's silver. Nice, um, classic. And she's called Keith. Um, <laughs> I was going to say, I was a bit... Did it come with a name, like a Cabbage Patch no. doll? Or... <laughs> <laughs> I did actually think you were talking about a person for a second. <laughs> Before you said the name, I was like, what's a KitchenAid? Is this actually a person? <laughs> and in, in that case, should you be talking about them this way? Should this be existing? But no, it's okay. It's okay. I got fine. jealous of them during Bake Off, and so I bought one, and then I was eliminated the week afterwards, which was a shame. But I've oh. kept the KitchenAid. It's lovely. See the false economy where you just pop one in your bag when you're leaving the tent. <laughs> that having said that I have a lot of items which surreptitiously made their way into my apron like a thermopen which oh. is like this very fancy cooking thermometer Ooh. they're very good they're about like a couple of hundred pounds um, or free or free um, if you steal <laughs> <laughs> liberate also I got a, liberate liberated a couple of timers and, a, and some um, a bowl and some wooden spoons and a whisk. Is this this what happens when you go out? There's sort of like this unspoken rule that like whoever's gone out that week just raids everything they can. All the other bakers is like slowly like start putting things in their pockets. (laughs) 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 And then you come to the end and then everyone gets you the mitts and bobs. Scandalo. (laughs) (laughs) Do they pay your expenses? Um, they give you they give you a, nom- a nominal amount. Ah, okay. Is it reasonable? It covers (laughs) practicing each of the bakes once or twice okay so why do people sometimes not bother oh because there's no time like (laughs) if i was to say if i was to say to you find five hours Uh um plus an hour's clean down time to practice this thing twice in a week would you have that time well, I, it depends if I wanted to win or not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. Wow, that well, hit, that hurt, Michael. Oh, that's well, it's been yeah. lovely. Wow. I feel like I'd like to think I'd find the time just to avoid the humiliation well, look, of the, going, oh, I'll give it a whirl for the first time here on national telly. The problem can go wrong. is uh, you're doing your full-time <laughs> job all week. So I'm working like 40 hours a week. I was also teaching at a gym. So I'd get home, I'd start baking at nine, finish at one in the morning, clean up, finish at two get up in the morning again try and bake a bit more before there's not enough time so you end up doing all the bits not in like say you do a show stuff that's five hours you'll do like hours one and two and then you'll do three and four and then you might get to hour five if you're lucky but by the time you're doing it at ten it's just so was it actually easier when they had the covid rules so they were basically residential a little bit easier um, yeah i'm not talking in terms of like life experience it must have been absolutely (laughs) grim but friends and family (laughs) locks out but no genuinely i think when they're in the covid bubble they had two days between filming days to practice in a tent as well because we practiced in our kitchens yeah. whereas yeah. they got to practice and so they knew where everything was they, and the, yeah, qui- the equipment the it was right a bit equipment. quirky they were yeah. practicing with those ovens with those bits and bobs yeah. ah, and do they sabotage you? who's they? the producers uh, I don't think so Okay, I just wondered because I know I'm trying to get value for money. (laughs) Something we can sell to the tabloids. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I saw I've already sold it to tabloids anyway. I don't think so. That's Paul Kretschke. That's a good quote. That's a Paul quote. I kind of wondered because on a lot of these reality TV shows, they they basically do just kind of push people, don't they? They try and get them. They try to to treat it more as like a documentary, I think, rather Uh, than reality. Right. Like, but so not like constructed reality creating them yeah, yeah. <laughs> ah, there we go there you go. <laughs> so, with, so with that with that note um, where can we find you Michael what uh, are you doing I am online at MS Chakraverti um, or Miss Chakraverti if you fancy oh. it um, and I have a podcast 
with Paul's brother called Menkind. Okay. Um, and we're, oh, we're doing we're doing live Menkind. We're doing live Menkind at the Fringe this year. So if you happen to be in Edinburgh, come along to those. I think they're nineteenth and twentieth of August. Um, and if you aren't in Edinburgh, join our Patreon and you can listen to them. Oh, nice! Got a little, little cheeky Patreon. Isn't that nice? What, Ooh, what perks? Cheeky Patreon. What, what perks you get? <laughs> what perks? You get extra content. Behind the scenes of me and Mark working out what we're trying to say. <laughs> Not unlike this, then. <laughs> Honestly, the stuff that's on the cutting room floor is the gold. Oh, well, this is a good be sell for Patreon. Gold sparkling stuff. Hell of a sell. I typically just support people I fancy. And on I... Patreon? Isn't that OnlyFans? Is <laughs> no, no, Patreon. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, what do top tier subscribers get? <laughs> it's good as I genuinely love Patreon stuff. Yeah, I follow so many of them. I feel like I'm supporting the arts. What do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> now, that's a bargain. Now that, that is, is a bargain. That is a bargain. Well, this has been this week's episode. Thank you so much for being our brilliant guest. <laughs> it was lovely. Thank you so much for that. If you enjoyed the podcast, please rate and review it as that really does help us spread the word and it costs nothing. And if you didn't enjoy it, you now have 30 days to return this podcast for a full refund. Your statutory rights will not be affected. Terms and conditions apply. Listener.